Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and talk with you, our besties, about any conversations that we want to have, anything that you guys bring to us, and just hang out. My name is Samantha, a.k.a. Mexican Chunli. And my name's Amy D. Today's episode, you guys, está super interesante, super padre, I feel like, because a lot of us didn't grow up with the conocimiento, with the knowledge about our femininity or even our masculinity as human beings and stuff like that. So today we're going to be talking about our feminine energy and healing our divine feminine, how our femininity becomes wounded femininity and what it is overall, right? On this podcast, we talk a lot about self-awareness mm -hmm. and just topics about being our, our greater self and being our best version of ourselves and in learning about ourselves we start learning that there is a yin and yang in each and every one of us and we all have masculine energy and we all have feminine energy right the divine feminine on google is the feminine aspect of the divine power that connects and binds the earth together in other words it is the goddess energy that exists within all of us And feminine traits are affiliated with nurturing, love, receptivity, compassion, and care, hmm. right? So that's kind of like the essence of feminine energy. And the way that I see it is that usually society does not place importance mm -hmm. on the divine feminine or the um, feminine energy because capitalism because of the infrastructure of how society works and how it's ran right it's very much ran by masculine energy because masculine energy is basically what you can do action um, the action behind getting things done providing very proactive and always going after things and pursuing and all that kind of stuff. And whereas feminine energy is like relaxing and resting, resting and being in your divinest, like, you know, feeling, feeling like amazing, going with the flow, loving yourself, feeling like, so you're not diosa, so you're not goddess, like put some respect on me. Right. And <laughs> you see this <laughs> because of that, we grow up like, let's say most of us, we're talking about Western society. So most of us, Us grow up going to school mm -hmm. and then at school like sophomore year comes around and they're like you gotta get on your zoom <laughs> you gotta get your applications going like you have to do all these things right do 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 right and they don't teach you that you are deserving you are loving and you are kind and and you are love without having to do anything without overachieving and without achieving anything like yeah. just for existing like right. you deserve you know love care and compassion and and being loving nurturing and caring is its own skill set that this world really needs because there is a lot of bad in the world there is a lot of evil and stuff like that and it it genuinely runs the masculine energy yeah. You know, because without the nurturing and stuff, the masculine energy is going to run low power and energy overall. Like you, you need something to pour into you that's nurturing and stuff like that. But anyway, um, how do you feel about feminine energy, Amy? I personally have had to work on it a lot because I grew up mainly on my masculine energy since um, I had an absent father growing up. 
And not even because he was absent, but even in the early ages of my life, my mom was always the masculine energy in the household and he was the feminine, right? He was very feminine and she was very masculine. And she's the one that led the house so much that when she separated from him because of his cheating, everything fell apart in his world, right? And so that obviously comes to show you how much even a woman can build or destruct your own family, your own self, your own future, everything, right? Like really as men, also the women that they choose to have in their lives can either create with you or make everything fall apart. Got That's that. how much power we as women have. Yeah. Right. And when us women, we don't know our own power, then we don't know how to use it. And yeah, I mean, I personally just grew up so much like my mom and so much in the action and, and she was very not nurturing she was the opposite of that growing up and she was more of doing and and getting things done and i understand it's because of the survival mode that she was in and we were all in but as i've grown up and i've learned about femininity and masculinity and learning how i grew up very masculine myself always having to do always having to overachieve always to feel valued to feel loved always just having or to live right to survive to exist. or to survive but even then because I grew up with my mom like after 10 years old it was just solely her the nurturing I got before that came from my dad and so the moment he was no longer in my life as a child I was only met with actions right? Like my mom was very much, if I'm doing things for you, then I love you. But she would never hug us. She would never tell us she loved us. Like she wasn't somebody who knew how to show love. Now she's the complete opposite, right? But at the time she didn't know how to be that because she didn't have that in her household either. Mm -hmm. So growing up like that was extremely hard for me because I learned to always do things and get things done. And in order for me to feel loved by my mom, I had to make sure that I was always on the go and always getting things done. If not, she wasn't going to be proud of me. And as a kid, you want your parents to be proud of you. You want to feel loved and accepted, cared for and accepted. approved, like yeah. proud. Yeah, that's like yeah. a big thing. Yeah. So obviously I operated very much in my wounded feminine, which, you know, I didn't allow my femininity to come out in any way. Um, and you couldn't because it was wounded. Right. right. And I, I couldn't because I didn't know. I couldn't because it was wounded. And I learned based on my parents or my mom's patterns that in order to get things done, I just needed to do, 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 do. However, the more that I did, the less I felt enough. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah that's so facts. that's that's kind of how I grew up with that. And it was very, very hard um, because as a woman, you want to be taken care of. You want to just exist, you know, and, and you want to just do things without a timeline. And I've always been very rigid about my timelines and about my outcomes and about my goals and about like what I want things to be. And it wasn't until I, you know, grew older that I learned that it's okay to rest, that it's okay to take time off, that it's okay to listen to my body and that if right now I just need to lay out the whole day and skip the gym or skip yoga or skip my routine and tell the to-do list to we'll figure it out tomorrow, that it's okay and I don't have to beat myself down for it, right? To this day, my mom has um, trouble resting. 
I'm grateful that I'm able to now go within and listen to my body and myself and say, no, not today. It's okay. And it doesn't make me an underachiever or somebody who lacks anything. It just makes me somebody who needs rest. Yeah. So as you should, like it's, it's honoring your body, honoring your mind, your spirit, everything like that. Honoring myself. And even then, you know, uh, with the whole femininity topic, um, because there's dark femininity, and even in that dark femininity, look, oh, Loki, like I'm like dressed like a dark feminine and you're like the, the light. Or what is it? The light feminine? What's the other one? I forgot. Divine, uh, divine feminine and dark feminine. Isn't it that? Yeah, I guess I'm maybe I don't I don't know all of the terminologies of both of them, but like you can be feminine in two different ways. Right. And even the dark femininity doesn't mean that you become the petty or egocentric self. It just means that there are times where as a feminine, you do need to be dark in the way that you need to go out there and figure out your own stuff for yourself and it's almost like you're not destructing, but you're trying to figure out things for yourself while still taking care of you. And it's a balance. It's yeah. a hard balance to come across. And I feel the same way that you have with how my femininity became wounded is very similar story. And for me, it was definitely survival mode that, that brought me into that. I also had like a two-parent unit and obviously no no marriage is perfect and there's a lot of flaws that come within that right but it was the same type of vibe where like my dad was more nurturing towards me he was very much in his masculine energy um but he was just more nurturing and able to give love because he received that type of love in his childhood whereas my mom never received that type of love and affection in her childhood Mm -hmm. and so she couldn't express that to me in that way right for me it was like at 15 like my dad was incarcerated and just that trauma in itself right i went from a two-person family household to like okay now my mom hasn't worked in like 20 years and now she's gonna have to figure or however long she hasn't worked for and now she has to figure out like how she's gonna make ends meet or whatever and on top of that there's a trial that i have to attend to and i i don't know that i i i don't know you guys like Honestly, like since I was little, I was put in my masculine energy by being the translator, Mm -hmm. by being the administrator for my dad's business, like from 12 years old, 12 to 15. Like I was already like helping him run a business. Right. That's already in my masculine. Yeah. And I I never realized it until now. And you're already doing. And then as soon as. okay, so I'm already translating like legal documents and stuff like that. And then now it's like, okay, my mom and I have to fly across the country to go to a federal judgment or como se dice juicio a trial yeah a federal trial and i have to sit there and just like and listen and listen see everything see everything that's going on look at like the things that that i wasn't necessarily like exposed to and just like have the cold hard truth just like un balde de agua fría and as a it, it's it, as a child, your mind doesn't even know how to navigate through all this information, but we become mature at such such a young age because of our trauma. And I have found myself that since I was young, people always told me like, "You're so mature for your age. You're so mature for your age." And not until I was older did I realize that that was because of all the trauma that I had endured. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Definitely. And so now that's why I see it. I'm like, dude, like I had no business being there, honestly. Like, I feel like, you know, it wasn't an empowering thing for me to be in. And I felt so helpless and I felt so sad. And it's like, you know, when you talk about like a trial, it's something very serious. And it's something that we talk about NBA finals or you know what I mean? Like something where you are like rooting for something to happen so badly But I'm literally rooting for my life to not be for the rug, not to be taken out of my feet as a child and witnessing all that. And then having to go see my dad in prison. And then on top of that, the trial, obviously, like it was lost or whatever, the sentence. And it was like so dramatic. After that, it was like, okay, now we got to figure shit out. My mom had to figure shit out. And then at that point, she was like, roll up your sleeves like we're going to clean this house and then for a living. You. Yeah. Like you're going to help me come clean this house. And like, what is that action initiative yeah. doing? And as a child, you were put in a as place. The oldest. At, you were put in a place where you had to almost be the spouse of your mother to be able to yeah. provide for the, for your siblings. And not just that, but like also take care of my siblings. Right. Yeah. So I'm like over here being like the mom and the dad. And then they wonder and like, the Oh, why haven't you had no kids yet? I'm like, <laughs> I have not been in any rush in my 20s to have kids because I've played that role for kids that I didn't necessarily like for a time where I shouldn't have even had that role. You get me? And so for a long time, like I would attract more feminine Men. men and I would be the one to be like, do this, do that, do this, do that. You know, like, you know, like strategically. I'm like, very good at that. Like, <laughs> do this, do that. Oh, this will work out for you. This won't. That was the role that I was comfortable taking. Now it's like, no, thank you. Like, I, I, I want to be led and I want to be at peace. Am I still, it goes down. Am I gonna like, Am I capable? Up? Yeah. Am I capable? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I'm more than capable. Right. You know what I mean? I've been doing this <laughs> shit. Like, I've been doing this shit. Yeah. But for now, I want to rest. I feel like I can trust you and your leadership skills enough to where I can be in my divine feminine. Ooh. In order to do that, you have to trust someone so much that you can fully rest Rest. yeah and you have to find someone who is fully in their masculine to be able to provide that for you yeah i feel like there is a lot of misconception within men in this generation Mm -hmm. where they feel that until they get the woman who can give them peace will they be able to fully be who they're meant to be the best man however they don't realize that it all starts with them as men Mm -hmm. and when they're able to provide a safe space for a woman then the woman can actually provide the peace and until they can do that then there's chaos in relationships and in partnerships right i personally have always been in my masculine energy Mm -hmm. when it comes to my work for example, because I have always held positions where I have I don't, authority. I have authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I have authority and it's, it comes natural to me to give orders natural, you know, like it, sometimes I'm just speaking and I'm not even trying to give an order, but that's just how my demeanor, my character, my voice, my tone, how everything it comes, out, it just yeah. comes out. Like I just gave you an order. 
And so I have had to work on my delivery a lot for because I'm a Sag number one and things just come out, but also because my delivery and, and as a woman or as your partner, I don't ever want you to think that I'm trying to mother you or that I'm trying to give you an order because I don't want to give orders in the house. I don't want to be the one to lead the house. Can I lead the household? Hell yeah, I could. I'm great at it. I have done it for myself. I have done it for others in the past. Like, yes, I can do that. But that's not what my true essence is. And that's not what I want to do. What I've always been very good at in my relationships is bowing down to my men. And my mom when I was younger and she was really close to one of my relationships and, and she just saw it firsthand, I remember her telling me and she's the one that called it out, right? And she's the one that told me like, Amy, like you're so tough and you're so this and that. But every time I see you with this man, like you just, you just let him do him. And Radiator, you just, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that was something that she had a lot of trouble with in her marriage. And so she was able to see that I can do that. And I told her, you know, I was like, I truly believe that in a, in my partnership, I was like, I don't want to be the head of the, the head of the household. I want my man to be the head of the household. And I don't mind giving him that respect and showing him that or those attributes as long as he can actually hold the household itself and, he and, hold hold that, that position. and he can hold that position. I don't ever mind being the neck. And this is a, an illustration that I usually give to people where in our body composition, you have the head and you have the neck. The neck is necessary in order to move your head. You cannot move your, anytime you go to sleep and your head and, and, your, and you slept wrong and your neck hurts, guess what? You can't move. You got to do all this. Uh, that should be hurting. You got to go like this. <laughs> when you have the neck to support you, and the neck is us women, if that's the kind of relationship that you're looking for, then the man can freely move and do whatever it is that he wants to do, right? But in order for us to be able to show up as that for the masculine men, we also, they have to provide that safe space. Oh, for sure. And that trust. Mm -hmm. When somebody is in and out of your life, when somebody is not, it, it's, it's giving you confusion in your life, as a woman, you don't feel secure. You don't feel like you belong. And so you cannot be somebody else's peace because of it. And when you don't feel secure, you can't be in your feminine energy. Right. And yeah. so right away, we're like, all right, wait, I got to take over this because you can't handle it. Okay. So we kind of talked about a role that we would want to take in a partnership, right? But then also, we obviously came to this point after a lot of trial and error and after a lot of lessons that we've learned over time, you know, but there are some people who sometimes feel very stuck in the sense of not being able to let people do things for them. And they're very much in their masculine and in their ego so much that they feel like I don't want so-and-so I don't want anybody to do this for me I don't want them to buy me a meal I don't want them to mount this tv because I could do it myself because I'm capable of doing it myself and like I you know they're closed off they don't yeah. they don't know how to receive and that's what I'm saying so what is some advice for the wounded feminine to learn how to receive and learn how to like step into that receiving mode so one of the first things that I personally learned 
and this is in one of the books and finding the one and it's literally like exercise number one and it is repeating this out loud and you can even do hand movements oh i know i know right where it's like i am open to give Giving and receive and love I am open. she's opening and closing her hands and her arms. i am open to give and receive love a lot of us are really good at giving love but we're not good at receiving it and in receiving it's not just love it's not just compliments it's not just a hug or a kiss sometimes it's even somebody offering you a water mm-hmm. sometimes it's even somebody offering you some ice cream offering you a candy offering you a ride offering you five bucks for whatever like offering to help you do something yeah like being open to give and receive love and just saying that affirmation out loud that was like the beginning of my receiving because I had always been really good and thought that the more I gave then people would come to realize how good of an asset or how much value I had in their lives. But I didn't know how to receive it from even those close to me, not even the person I liked or that I loved, but even my family members, my friends, those strangers that I saw out on the street that would offer anything. I would just be like, Oh no, thank you. Oh no, thank you. Oh no, thank you. And so energetically speaking, I never allowed myself to receive anything because people had always let me down. And anytime anybody offered something, they want something in return. They want something in return. So the best way to work on receiving is to start saying yes. Anytime that you are offered Offered something. something. Yeah. No, 100%. I think it's it's crazy. I, I feel like for me thankfully like i really have been blessed to come across people who were able to provide uh, for me to receive just anything like a kind gesture and stuff like that little by little it's in your uh, wounded feminine where you are also just defensive Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you have this shield and you're like zoom zoom like any, anywhere you go you're on defense mode yeah right and you're like i can do things for myself and it's it's an ego thing it's a control thing yeah right and so one of the things that you know i was reading up on about um kind of healing your your divine feminine is releasing control yeah that's like based i feel like it's almost like the basis of it all like right you do have to receive you do have to rest you do have to honor yourself you do get to be nurturing you do get to be caring you do get to love besides love i think divine feminine energy is releasing that sense of having to control everything because control is very masculine very yeah and you know right now when you were doing that i visualized how before when i was younger um in order to protect myself from being hurt, even when I would walk around in different places, I always had the resting B-I-T-C-H face. Oh, yes. And a lot of people think that, or a lot of women or even men think that, come like having or, or having that attitude, that character, that face is a way of thinking that you're superior or better than others or but commanding there's so respect. much but there's so much fear behind that there's so much um fear of not being accepted for who you are and lack of confidence when you're like that that 
many of us think it's okay to have that resting face and it's not. And now as somebody who's healed, I walk around and I can talk to anybody. I'll talk to the birds like Ali's in wonder in the wonderland. If, if that's what it is, <laughs> I'm serious. Like now, and, and it, it's not like, Oh, she's easy. Cause she talks and smiles to everybody. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It's energetically the, just the toxic masculinity out there. It's like, I don't want my girl to even smile to anybody. And it's like, you don't even want that girl for yourself. Shit. Like at this point, you got to be careful what you want around you because if they're not even able to smile at somebody else or if you look at their eyes and they're automatically like what are you looking at what is wrong with you like are you okay they're not <laughs> and they're not yeah you know? but you know that mm -hmm. and they may think that oh that's just my face but it's not it's not you can smile you're just protecting yourself and in, in a unconscious way like you don't even know that you are doing i feel that. like i kind of knew i was though when i was like that I mean, part of me it's, did too, especially because of pedophiles and, and yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah. you know, like when I was younger, I definitely would walk around like this and then I would walk behind my sister and my mom because nobody, I didn't want nobody, like I was their protector. I didn't want nobody to look at them. And then, you know, my sister used to wear like really short shorts cause she played volleyball. And so I would like, just like, I just wanted to kill everybody that looked and I'd be like, what are you looking at? Try to be like that. And then anytime and intimidate and anytime I was by myself, then I would just walk like that, just, you know, fast. And like, I was big. So I was just, you know, but it was to protect myself and it yeah. was to protect those that I loved as well. But as I grew up and healed and learned more about it, I think with everything in regards to healing or like wanting to better like a situation, like in this case, heal your divine feminine, you also have to accept the fact that your feminine is wounded. Yeah. You know, you have to accept the fact that you don't really accept help. You are always defensive. And then on top of that, I feel like after you make all these realizations and stuff, obviously take action towards healing it and stuff. Your feminine really likes the self-care aspect, like taking mm -hmm. care of yourself. And so I know there's a lot of women who don't like to be girly or don't like to get ready. And that's very understandable. But it's also... A defense mechanism it is and here's the thing and I think I talked about this in one of the previous episodes where you don't have to do your makeup every day you don't have to wear a dress you could be a tomboy and still take care of yourself yes you can dress in your gym clothes every single day if that's what you want to and still take care of yourself and self-care and do your hair and you know, just take care of your, of the inside of you. It's not the way that you look. It's how you present yourself out for yourself and the world and how you, how you feel. Because yeah. I feel like when you do take that extra five minutes to, like you said, if let's say you don't necessarily care for makeup and stuff, what about skincare? Yeah. Do your whole skincare routine. Like if it's going to be a no makeup day, do your whole skincare routine, do the eyebrows or whatever. The things that make you feel good. Yeah. As opposed to like, I'm just going to like rush out the door, hope that nobody sees me because like, and that's I'm, lack it's of not my best day. Yeah. And that's lack of self-love, which would attribute to your divine feminine being wounded as well. Resting. Yeah. And that's a really big part because if you have always been in your masculine where it's go, 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 what you achieve, what you can do, you don't really honor yourself in that department of resting. And and for me, like I believe in like grounding yourself and like walking barefoot in the earth and and just like being outside, 
you can be like in the sun for like 10 minutes like soak up that vitamin d like it helps you it heals you and then on top of that you know just being connecting with mother nature which when i mentioned divine feminine like mother nature has a lot to do with divine feminine yeah you know because we create life and it's la madre naturaleza like it's not padre naturaleza you know right. it's mother nature yeah yeah so you have to kind of connect with that and Sometimes if you don't even see the beauty in yourself, at least see the beauty in mother nature and be like, okay, like what's being reflected back towards me because I'm a woman and I believe that I am beautiful, you know, like, yeah. And you know, as you're talking right now, what comes to mind is when I was in survival mode and when I was in survival mode, I wasn't listening to the birds. I wasn't paying attention to the flowers. I've always liked flowers, but I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the flowers I wasn't paying attention. Like now I hear the birds all of the freaking time, right? I wasn't hugging trees. I wasn't getting in the ocean to heal. I was getting in the ocean because I grew up in the ocean and I liked it. But I, I wasn't, it wasn't a spiritual experience for me. Yeah. And it didn't become that until I started to connect with the earth. Yeah. You know, and I started to actually do that. Now I go hiking and I'll walk barefoot you know, on top yeah. of the mountains. But for those people who are in their survival mode or those people who are lacking stability in more areas and or in different areas in their lives, it's a little bit more difficult for them to try to find that balance or that divine femininity in survival mode. They're in survival mode because they're on the go because I'm trying to make ends meet. I don't know where I'm going to live next month. I don't know where my food is going to come from. And even that is part of detaching you know even that is part of having your higher power and having the faith that things are going to get taken care of regardless of what you do and not to say that if you need a job you're not going to go and look for one yeah you are of course going to be proactive however at what point do you release and let go and surrender the outcome versus what is actually happening in your life sometimes we get in our own ways um so i think now, as we've gotten older and as we have practiced, you know, self-love and self-care and and read upon it and researched it and, and continue to feed ourselves with different things that we can learn, we have become masters, right? More than students of our own femininity. Um, and we're able to come out here and share our thoughts with you guys and share our experiences and what we have done to be able to, you know, even have you guys possibly join this beautiful other side of the divine feminine instead of being the wounded self who's hurt, who doesn't love themselves and therefore is always overextending for others because that's also a way to lack self-love. Something else while I was reading up on it that I saw and that I experienced myself and like we've talked about it in the past too, is that essentially when you are in your masculine, and I mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again, men, their hormonal cycle is 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Women's hormonal cycle is 28 days. So that means like really sit and think about it. That means that they regenerate their hormones. They re like, you know, like they're done with their cycle within 24 hours and we go through it for 28 whole days. Mm -hmm. Right. So the fact that we hold ourselves to the same standard of action and of doing and of like achieving and of energy and like 
you know, doing all that, it's almost like preposterous. Like it's ridiculous. Like there is you have to show yourself some grace as a woman in the ways that you might not be acting. However, so what happens is, yes, we can take on the same amount of things as a man. Like I 100 percent, but we're very capable, you know. But at the same time, if you don't take the rest, if you don't listen to your body, if you don't take care of yourself, what ends up happening is you become sick, Mm -hmm. you know. And so a lot of women that, you know, have battled with PCOS, with all kinds of these like immunocompromised stuff, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. It comes a lot from the fact that you are trying to do the most and you are not regulating your your nervous system Mm -hmm. you're not regulating you're not honoring your hormonal cycle and so you think like okay like i'm on my period and i'm just gonna go ham as hell like you can you know and sometimes with action we're trying to hold ourselves to a man's standard but tell me when a man has given birth please tell me (laughs) when in history has a man ever given birth yeah because as a woman you create life as a woman you need a lot more rest than men do as a woman, you are building life for nine months, carrying a baby and making sure that they're nurtured, making sure that they're well before they come into this life. And then after that, you have 40 days where you're bleeding, right? When a man, when, please let me know. Cause I, till now, after years and years and, and centuries of life, I have never heard of somebody doing that. So why would we hold ourselves to the same standard we're different beings we create different things and this is the confused part of gender roles right because this is when i don't know why women fought so hard to oh i'm God. just saying like this is what i i personally no, don't understand you know what i why women fought so hard to want to be just like men and maybe it's because we wanted to earn as much money as they did i look I like know. i'm i'm all for the rights right because we we also didn't experience that type of lifestyle, right? For sure. This I'm is not taking it away a, from them. Th- yeah, this is coming from like, you know, a modern, di- like a place of like, we have the luxury of yes. doing whatever we want and stuff like that. So I understand that. I just think that there's aspects to it where it became an extreme. Exactly. We you know, I wish there was more balance in yeah. in what was trying to be achieved but Mm -hmm. i think because we were so suppressed in a way i think the only way to go was to an extreme fact that it's it's been taken to like an unhealthy level and then we all assimilated into that ideology take it like the way that i was into powerlifting and i really wanted to prove myself and i was very ego and it's a very ego thing and i yeah. understand it because and i understand women's rights i understand no no no, no, no. i know i know but what <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it for them <laughs> no 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 i know but what i'm saying is like the same way that there's extremes i think that that really set us back is what i'm saying with the balance that I feel is a healthy balance that we should partake in. But we don't know about that healthy balance because all we get presented with is the masculine energy. All, like like yeah. we the masculine energy is, and that agenda is what's being pushed the most to us since we're little. Because right. number one, I mean, even just like ho- speaking about like household wise, right? 
my parents, like the number one thing that they instilled on me is make sure that you work hard and you have a good job and all of that you're able to fend for yourself so you don't depend on a man. That's, that's very valid. Ameri- that's very America, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Because that's not how I grew up. I, that's not how I grew up. I, I didn't grow up on don't rely on a man. I grew up and saw my parents, but I always wanted to rely on a man, regardless of what happened in my family, right? Like we all got different traumas from what happened, but... In Mexico, you aren't told, like, grow up and work so that you don't have to rely on a man. No. What they tell you or what they've told me is make sure you get a good man who can provide for you and your family so that you're able to take care of your household. Mm -hmm. So I think the ideology of the whole providing or even here for sure in America where sometimes you need a two income household to be able to survive. Yeah. Right. Like that's where that's pushed. And I, it also comes from a lack mindset that's what I'm saying. and it, it also is- comes from, from wounded parents and it also comes from parents or even cause if I, if I go the opposite, right. Cause I always like to play devil's advocate as my sister would call it is for the men. How come the men aren't growing up to be like, I got to take care of the household. Nowadays, men are like, who's going to, what woman is going to take care of me? What woman got her shit together? Who so can that cook? Can you cook? Not even cook. <laughs> it's not even cook. Oh, you're saying provide. Who's, who can, who's working? Who's a working woman who is not going to rely on me to be able to have this partnership together. But again, can you birth a child? No, you cannot. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. Like to everything, you know, that you're saying, I hear it. But as a man or as a society, I should say, we're all being fed the same thing. Why are men not taking it? And us women have to because of how we grew up. Because some men didn't grow up with the household that told them, like, you need to figure all this out for you and your family. Some people didn't even have parents that could tell them. And they're still in survival mode. Yeah. No, I think definitely what I was getting at was that why not talk about, you know, being the divine feminine as well like that aspect of yourself and knowing that america money exactly but knowing that you're inherently worthy regardless of what you can achieve just for being yourself yeah yeah you know like that's just like the message that needs to be taken away i guess the main (laughs) message from this this uh, episode um that will help you heal your because if I believe that I am worthy of everything just for simply being myself, I'm going to be open to receiving. I'm going to allow myself to rest. I'm going to um, provide self-care and self-love to myself. You know what I mean? But when you're feeling like everything is based on what I can do and, and I have to do things for people so that they'll like me and like, do they like me? Like, you know what I mean? Then external that's validation. the external validation or the external accomplishments that need to be had for me to have value. Right. Like you said, that's that's what makes money. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, that's what here in America, if you don't make money, then you're you can't survive. Yeah. Right. Based on the idea that there's no universe or there's no God or there's nobody else who can provide. There's only what's one necessary route. Right. And there isn't. And that's the thing. But even as you're speaking, I still can't help but think of the people who are not in a stable oh place. yeah for sure because even us who weren't in a stable place not too long ago were we also in survival and did we not know how to dig deep into how we can even start to heal ourselves 
and to receive love and to give love and the pure love, not the one that came with expectations because I have given love that came with expectations before. And I have received love that came with expectations before. And that's not really love. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's controversial a little bit in my opinion, because of the whole gender roles and stuff like that and and my beliefs versus other people's beliefs and I don't ever mean to offend anybody you know and anything that I say the same information that is being fed to us women is also being fed to men and there is a complete generation yeah there's a complete disconnect between all of us in society right now where a lot of men who a lot of men are expecting to be the feminine, the divine feminine in the household. And yes, here's the thing, guys. right? Like if as a feminine man, you find yourself a masculine woman who is okay with being that person, then you're set. But if as a feminine man, you're trying to have a feminine woman, then you don't even know the gender roles because that is not yin and yang. Like one has to be like, it doesn't matter your sexuality. One has to be one and the other has to be the other in order for you to mesh well. If not, you are not going to be able to build anything in your life. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that if you are trying to be that feminine in the, in, in your relationship, that you understand your role and that you also understand your partner's role and that you both work together and being able to accomplish that. But if you are somebody who is still in their survival mode, who is still trying to make ends meet and don't know or don't have stability, mental, financial, physical, in any way that you think in this moment, the first thing to do is even to have faith. Like I felt a lot of uncertainty, right? Oh, yeah. But the difference within the last time or like, you know, every each and every time that I've been challenged is that every time that I've been challenged, I've been more in my feminine energy yeah. and, and in more in my faith because each and every time that it's happened, I've been more willing, more able to ask for help, to receive help, to seek peacefulness, to know that I'm inherently worthy regardless of whatever is lacking in my life. Amen. All of these things, you know? Yeah. But th- it takes practice. It's like a muscle that you have to work out initially, yeah. right? And then it's something that obviously you are going to continue to have to kind of work on. And, and I think definitely once you are more in the balance aspect of your divine feminine you're kind of able to identify the masculine in your partner yeah and or in your potential partners and obviously also i think communicating that if you even if you're on a partnership or you're not you know in the getting to know each other or let's say you've been masculine your whole relationship and you still want to make things work with this person even if they're like two and they're feminine have a conversation for sure and just talk about like you know what these things if you did these things like this is how i want to live my life and if you were to help me like create this type of dynamic Mm -hmm. and kind of restructure our relationship like i love you and i want us to be together i want things to work out like you know i need x y and z from you what do you need from me to to feel inspired to you know nurture that masculine in you and to like bring that out of you because we both have we all have both um then 
you know, you guys could work on it. And then if you're getting to know somebody, then you communicate, you yeah. know, without the fear of, oh, this is going to scare them off. Because it's like if it's going to scare them off, then it's not the person that is yeah. right for you. Right. Yeah. And even in the beginning, if you come to an agreement as to who's going to take what role, right, who's going to be the provider or who's going to be the feminine or the masculine, it doesn't mean that it's going to be like that for the rest of your lives. Like mm -hmm. you're always open and up for renegotiating that and making sure that you are both okay with whichever role you both are playing in the relationship as the relationship progresses. And I think like situations are always going to arise where you do need your masculine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not going to be in my feminine at every moment. Right. Right. Um, but I feel like it's just a comfortable state to be in as a woman for our bodies, for our mind, for our spirit to sit in that peace. It's almost, it's a peaceful thing. And it's also like you radiate it and you nurture that back into your loved ones and the people around you. Yeah. And, you know, when you do need to make use of your masculine, then you make use of your masculine and that's yeah. it. You know, like I think it's something that is very healthy to to um, look into. Yeah, to look into and to cultivate within yourself, especially if you are in survival mode. And like you said, it, it is very hard. Like there's definitely times where you are like, I need to get shit done mm -hmm. because and you sh as you should. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's like, make sure you're getting shit done, but resting. Make sure you're getting shit done, but reminding yourself you're worthy. Make sure you're getting shit done, but you're having faith in God. It's that balance. Yeah. Like, being in your div divine femininity is understanding the balance between work and play. That's what really it is. And it's okay to play even if you did no work today. And it's okay to work and have no play today. It just depends how you're feeling that day. And it's how we feel that will lead us into whether or not we should be doing certain things we just have to pay attention to those feelings to your body too yeah yeah so i mean it's definitely something worth very worth looking into to understand you to understand what kind of relationships you want to understand um your partner if you're in a partnership at the moment and just to know exactly where you want your life to be headed right and 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 for yourself it's self-love it's part of getting to know you and it's part of understanding what you want for you all right you guys so whew, this was good i had a little fight in me for a little bit because you know like i always like to see things both ways yeah like from different points and of view. i always like to like i said you know i have been told like you're always defending men and it's not that i'm defending men because I don't think I was defending them even today, but I do give everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? And we all come from different households and we grow up differently. And for us women, sometimes it's like we're stubborn and, and we think that we're always right and we're not always right. Um, but I think it's definitely important to look into the wounded part of us, whether you're a man or a female, or a man or, or a woman. I, I don't even like using the female word. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we're going to leave it at that. You guys tell us your comments. Tell us what you think of the episode. Um, what you have healed within you. What you have found out. Maybe something that you didn't, we didn't mention in today's episode. 
um yeah we hope that you have a beautiful rest of your tuesday or whenever it is that you're watching this we love you guys don't forget that we are on apple and spotify podcast so check us out there too and leave us a review we love you se cuidan bye, bye.